0: Hey there and welcome back to take one the podcast that brings you just one illuminating page of Talmud every day and in today's page to about 14 it's one of these throwaway lines that contains multitudes that seem to suggest much larger ethical moral intellectual emotional principles at play heavily the Talmud tells us about a situation in which someone is accused of something and then his response is closely watched the Talmud goes on, anyone who, when others call him unfit and he is silent, is unfit as his silence confirms the allegation. Rabbi seem to kind of suggest, well, if you weren't unfit, you would stand up, you would shout, you would defend yourself. Silence is like an admission of guilt. What a concept. And here to help us parse it is return guest, Rabbi Lauren Tuckman. Welcome back to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. So excited to be back.
0: So, this kind of right to remain silent is so, you know, kind of central to any of us who've ever watched an episode of Law and Order. And yet, here the Talmud tells us no, you don't have the right to remain silent if you are not guilty of whatever it is you're accused of. Shout, man, shout. Uh, what, what do you make of this
1: principle? You know, it's one of those things that I think could go in a multitude of ways. On the one hand, it makes a lot of logical sense, right? Like, if you are accused of something that you are clearly innocent of, you would want to stand up and defend yourself against the accusation. Um, I can imagine that Many of us can think of examples, big and small, um, in our own lives where we might have been accused of something or having said something in a different way. I mean, I'm even thinking of those moments when we have this communication with family members, for example, and one person says, no, you said this thing. And you say, no, 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 I never said that thing. How could you assume that I said that thing? I never thought that thing. I didn't say that, right? And so in that moment, you can feel yourself wanting to defend yourself say no you misheard me i didn't say it the way you heard it you know and if you remain silent it can be understood as oh maybe i really did say that thing it's right. an admission of guilt right so that's on a really micro level but if we think about it on a more macro level i think this brings up a lot of ethical questions i mean i think that our society right now is grappling um, very importantly, with how do we how do we actually navigate situations like this? And I can think of many, many examples of that, right? Where you have, let's say, someone in power, I'm thinking of on a very macro level, has done something egregious. and that person usually is going to stand up and claim, no, I didn't do it, no, I didn't do it. But often, Sometimes when that happens, it can feel as though it's deflection and not a defense. And I wonder if the rabbis had that in mind as well, because I imagine here that they're thinking really of a pretty straightforward case of, "I was accused of X, I did not do X, and so I'm going to defend myself against that because I want to have a shem tov. I want to have a good name, and that's a really important value in rabbinic right. understanding and also just in Jewish law in general to have a good name is a good thing right we we all kind of want to leave this world with a shame tove but i also think that there are ways in which it can get a little bit murkier. um because what does it mean you know as you said we have the rights to remain silent all of us who've seen law and order know that um and i i think it it raises a lot of really thorny issues for us actually to delve into
0: and so uh next time uh any of us gets accused of something. And sadly, in this day and age of Twitter and Facebook, accusations are flying around faster and more furiously than we could ever expect or wish them to. What is your rabbinic decree? Ought we to shout our innocence or ought we to remain
1: silent? I actually am going to take a middle ground
0: on that. Not how how tell of you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually think it's that cut and dry when I think about how this has occurred in my own in my own experience on social media in particular where tone is lost where intent is lost where we get so I know that in my experience sometimes I will feel so passionately that, you know, I might put something out there. I've actually really mod—I've really changed my behavior on this in the past many years, and I don't really engage on Facebook in this way. But back in the day, when I used to be more of a commenter, sometimes I would find myself so committed to whatever position it was or whatever comment I was making or whatever viewpoint I had that it sometimes can feel like that's what you do. You shout because you want to be heard. And what I would encourage folks to do, and I know this is a lot easier for me to say than to actually actually do, having had this in my own experience. If someone is making an accusation that is just completely without merit, sometimes the best thing to do is to actually pause, you know, deal with your defensive reaction internally. I mean, we all, every human being, I think we feel that defensiveness, like, no, I didn't do that. This is wrong. I can't believe you would say this. This is a defamation of my character, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And once we've kind of walked through that in our own minds, Then I think we can approach the actual issue with a lot more uh, clarity and be strong in our convictions, right? The two things are not mutually exclusive. I can pause and say, okay, let me actually deal with my defensive and my anger, my defensiveness and my angry reaction here, and then let me then deal with this in a much more even heeled fashion and say without any apology, like, no, what you are saying about me is definitively untrue or whatever it is, or, you know, I would even just try to take it off of social media because I really don't think that these kind of conversations productively end well. Maybe I'm a old school millennial in that way, but I don't actually think that often these kind of things have a productive ending on social media. And I would really encourage a general life advice. Please try to do more off of social media, especially when it's interpersonal conflict and interpersonal conversation. That's going to go a really long way to the tikkun that I think we need.
0: Amen se la. Rabbi Tuckman. thank you so much for being our guest.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Libowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller.